Welcome to the Over the Edge podcast. I am your host, Karen Coulter. Please welcome my co-host extraordinaire, Karen Wolf, who is the Chief Experience Officer at Over the Edge. Hi, Karen. Hi, Karen. Thanks so much. I'm so excited for today's show as we're going to be diving into all things Over the Edge events that are tied to specifically Union Rescue Mission um, of Los Angeles. We're going to get to interview the amazing Richard Newcomb, the VP of Philanthropy and Social Enterprise, um, as well as catch up with um, our building partner, Chelsea Kemmeyer. She is the Vice President of Sales and Marketing at Sun Hill Properties, and specifically Hilton, um, right. which is the building they use. So, And this is going to be all during our Over the Horizon segment. So we're really excited. Yeah. That sounds incredible. Um, but first of all, like always, we have to take care of some business. And, you know, in true over-the-edge style, um, we'll repel down the sides of some buildings with our sponsors. Um, the first sponsor is Over the Edge Events. Um, they're looking to energize your donors, your sponsors, your volunteers, and ultimately the entire city by doing something that separates your charity from all others from the crowd by literally hanging over it. So <laughs> how could you not stand out, right? Over the Edge has raised over $135 million for charities all over the world, and you can check them out at overtheedgeglobal.com. And let's not forget the Over the Edge podcast is also brought to you by Columbia Sportswear. Stay warm as those temperatures drop this winter with the Omni Heat Affinity. It reflects your body heat to keep you warm. And of course, after warming hearts with this podcast and all the great things accomplished by Union Rescue Mission, you would be warm the entire winter. Find Columbia at your leading retailer and order directly at Columbia.com or ColumbiaSportswear.ca. That's incredible. I was Columbia this morning as there was snow out. It has been wonderful working with Richard and Union Rescue Mission over the last five years. I first met Richard early in 2019, um, and I remember the very one of the very first questions Richard asked me was, what has been our top grossing over-the-edge events? Um, and he automatically set out on a path to beat that record, um, and it's just been amazing to see the their event has taken a life of its own, and I will tell you that he has beaten that record. Uh, and he Why doesn't that surprise me? <laughs> has since beaten his own record. Oh, wow. Um, and I think we have Richard with us now, if I'm not mistaken. So. Hello, Richard. How are you? Hi, welcome, Richard. It's so incredible to have you with us. We've been, I've been really looking forward to it after all of the wonderful things Karen has said about you. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, I'm thrilled to be here. I wouldn't believe a word of anything she told you. <laughs> Too late. It's recorded. All good things. All good things. Uh, I was recruited onto the board by the CEO, Andy Bales, who uh, 10 years ago, 2013, I was an executive in the fashion industry uh, for, you know, over 30 years. And um, uh, Andy recruited me onto the board. I had interacted with other nonprofits doing wine tastings to drill water wells in Africa, fight poverty here in L.A., a lot of walk events and, and whatnot. And uh, I joined the board in 2013, and I brought a lot of energy and ideas, and Andy and the board kept watching that, and we were like, how did we get Richard here on staff? And um, they tried they tried in 20, 2017, 20, late, late 2016, I, I said, I just can't take the benefit cut and the, and the pay cut and, and all that, and um, um, you know, I'd love to do it, but I just can't. My wife won't let me do it. And so 
Um, they 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 hired somebody from academia who lasted 15 months. I'm sorry to say, or happy to say, because otherwise I wouldn't be here right now. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, I retired from the fashion industry in the summer of 2018. Joined here, so I've been here a little over five years. And um, the organization that window in time collaborating with Andy and the board of directors. We've doubled the size of Union Rescue Mission in that window in time from a $25 million nonprofit to a uh, our budget this year is $54 million. That's incredible. Karen, you were right. Everything she said was true. <laughs> I told you. Yes, uh, Union Rescue Mission was formed in 1891. It's the uh, oldest and, and it was the largest. It's the largest privately funded homeless shelter in Los Angeles, one of the largest, probably the largest privately funded homeless shelter in the country with zero government funds. Um, we Last night we had over 1,350 human beings under roof in our three locations. Um, of those 950 were moms, dads, and kids, over 200 were seniors. Uh, we do all that with zero government support. It's all all privately raised uh, funds from individual donors, foundations, a little corporate money, uh, and a lot of gift and kind uh, from you know food and things of that nature. Help us run our organization. Um, and homelessness here in Los, Los Angeles is the worst in the country. Uh, the last count from February of 2023 was 78,518 people. Um, it was up 9% for the county, the largest county in the United States, both square miles and number of people at 10 million people. Um, and it just keeps spiraling out of control as the government puts all the money into uh, housing first. You know, build a building, give them a key, let them get off the streets. But really, 70 to 80% of the human beings that are experiencing homelessness in LA. Uh, have a mental illness or a substance addiction to alcohol or drugs. And so right. they're not addressing that. We are doing that here, and that's why we don't take government funds. If you take government money from the city, county, or state, you have to operate your your, your facility under, under the harm reduction model, which means people are allows, allowed to use drugs and alcohol. You know, I just mentioned mm -hmm. we have 950 moms, dads, and kids, 200 seniors. What kind of chaos would that be if, right. if we ran our facilities that way? So we're really doing a great job. Um, 85 cents of every dollar is going to help people here at URM. And we just received a perfect 100 score from Charity Navigator. Uh, so we're really excited about that. And of the 209 charities in the U.S. rated by Charity Navigator, about 1%, uh, a little over 2,000 of the 209,000 actually filled out the impact and results. And when you supply that to them, it becomes 50% of your score. And we still got a 100 perfect score for that. So we're, we're a well-run organization. Like I said, we've grown by leaps and bounds. And we're thrilled to be connected with Over the Edge. Um, it, it's been a, a godsend to us. It's helping contribute to that growth. Uh, our events when I first came in 2018 were about 900,000. That was mainly a ballroom gala. And mm -hmm. now our events bring in over 4.8 million annually. There's our answer, Karen. <laughs> it it uh, what it, what's it over the edge bring? So we kind of, I, I was in the fashion industry for a long time, and the one thing I learned was you need to reinvent yourself every three to five years, and you always have to look for what's next. If you keep doing the same thing over and over and over, yeah. it becomes boring, and people lose interest. And so I bring that energy and that vision and that that push to our team that you can't keep doing it the same way. How are you going to make it different? What, right. What's going to happen? So anyway, um, 
uh, the first the first event that uh, in, that that we changed was our ballroom gala. The pandemic hit five days before it was going to happen in 2020, and um, we we're like, what are we going to do? And our board, pardon me, our board voted to cancel it because we couldn't have somebody get ill, get sick, yeah. die, whatever. So then here I am in my first full year in this role. It's a million dollar item in the budget. And I'm watching other nonprofits stream it online with a board member who has no personality, no skills. How, how do we take it to the next level? And so um, we put it on TV. And so instead of $75,000 for a dinner in a ballroom, we paid $18,000 for a small TV station, put it on TV. Our biggest donor said, well, I'll match every dollar. I'll match up to a million dollars tonight. And we raised $1.8 million. And then CBS uh, which owned that smaller station, said, that was really good. you want to come on CBS next year? Well, how much is that? And for 90 minutes, it was $68,000, again, cheaper than a meal for 400 people. Mm -hmm. And our biggest donor said, I will match every dollar tonight. And we raised $3.2 million that year. Mm -hmm. And, and it, we never would have done that or thought we had the ability to do that if we didn't, if we, if the pandemic hadn't forced mm -hmm. us into finding an, find right. an alternative. And now we're we're loving that. I mean, we have Natalie Morales' co-host with Joel McHale. We have celebrity shout-outs from William Shatner, who's been a donor for 34 years, um, and many others. Uh, Angela Bastet's come alongside of it. She's 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 been a donor and a volunteer here for years. Um, we even had one Republic record from their hotel suite while on tour in Asia. Uh, Rescue me, their hit song yeah. for us yeah. that we played uh, one time exclusive thing. That so. And I'm actually, I have a certificate on my wall. We won an Emmy nomination for 2021. So I'm now an Emmy nominated executive producer. Figuring out how to navigate that. You know, yeah. I never would have thought that. But uh, so anyway, we were, I had started the walk uh, to fight homelessness, which is about a half a million dollar event uh, as a board member. And uh, a member of our team, Tim, who is my director of philanthropy came to me and said, hey, these people reached out from over the edge. It's a different kind of event repelling off of buildings. Hey, well, let me take a look. You know, we take a look. And I don't know if this is scalable. You know, it just seems boutique. -y. How many people can raise a thousand or, or, or donate a thousand? You know, how many, how many are going to do that? 30, 40, 50? I, I don't know. You know, we were getting 900 to 1200 showing up for the walk. You know, it was yeah. signed up for $25, get a bunch of goodies and help yeah. the cause. Yeah. But then, as Karen mentioned, she told us about um, um, Make-A-Wish Foundation in Austin and what they had done. I'm like, bingo, we can do that, and I want in. And so we did that. We did that in 2019, our first year. We raised 475,000. But I almost killed myself recruiting people. Uh, mm -hmm. It was a, we planned a two-day event. We only got 66 paid participants, and, and that was me. I mean, literally, I was working my tail off morning, noon, and night trying to get people on board. We wound up giving some free repel spots to fill the time and have the energy, uh, and so we, we, we made it fairly full on Friday and only a half day on Saturday. The next year, we had 110 participants. We raised 575000 uh, and then our biggest donor came. our biggest donor came to the event that year. Mm -hmm. and told me um, I'm going to help make this a $1 million event. And so he gave us a $500,000 match wow. uh, to to the event. And so the next year is when we set the new world record, right? We raised $1.1 thanks to 
Mr. Scott Miner, who is the chief investment officer at Guggenheim Partners, a big investment firm. And we raised $1.1 million that year. And then he did it again the next year, which was 2022. Uh, and, and we raised about $1.1 million. And then, unfortunately, he passed away at the very young age of 63. But his estate said they would match the gift. And so this year, our team, internally, we raised 910000 without the match. And we, we can now layer on the 600000 match. Uh, they're matching that amount of money. So we actually raised $1.5 million. I think you mentioned one point two earlier, Karen, but yes, the final number is $1.5 million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's a blast. We, uh, we, we, because our, our, our gross revenue is that big, we went to three ropes this year, yep. uh, three repel, repel lines, yep. which brought a lot of energy because then you can get these teams. There's a lot of people that are going together or a parent with their kid or dad with two kids, et cetera. And so that helped bring a lot of energy. Everybody loves it. Actually, they, the walk is like, it's, you know, the walk is the walk. We've added running to it to try yep. and energize it. But People are thrilled about this. We have a lot of people in their 80s. We have one lady. She's gone over three out of five years. Uh, she's 88 this year, and uh, we've made a video about her and mm -hmm. put her on our social media to tell people, hey, if I can do it, you can wow. do it. And, and, and yeah, and we and we paid for we paid for a uh, a drone, and we have a a film company for. For it might sound like a lot of money to another nonprofit that is doing it on a smaller scale, right. but if you can get the sponsors and the matching gift part of it figured out, um, you know, we we layered in. So every repeller, every participant that goes over the edge within three hours has a personal one-minute video with energized uh, music. <coughs> pardon me, <coughs> energized music. Um, Drone footage up over this building. And this building is right next to Universal Studios yeah. Hollywood in L.A. above the 101 freeway with a million cars going by. Yeah. And uh, and they have that to post on social media, email their friends, family, supporters, donors, whatever. And uh, that's about a $20,000 expense that we layer on for that. But we had 150-something participants, and they all had that spreading the word all over. And almost every year, pardon me, we have a uh, – See the local TV stations show up and interview our CEO or catch on what's going on. Yeah, I think that's one of my favorite parts. <laughs> you guys and that the video concept of delivering it within three hours. I know it was the first year you guys tried it. It was really labor intensive to get all the video, but I think you've nailed down the formula. And it's so wonderful for the participants to receive that. Um, and like you said, again, more marketing. They're going to post it on social. They're going to tag Union Rescue Absolutely. Mission. Absolutely. And we're going to get that word out to allow you guys to attract more donors and more awareness to your cause. And it's well, like yeah, it's because basically it's so unique. Right? And, and, I mean, for me, I just want to show off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that I bring to, yeah. to the yeah. mission? That's yeah. That's the biggest thing. Um, I, I would say uh, a passion and energy that has changed the culture of the organization. There's a lot of people that have said that. I've had donors say that, that they were affiliated with the organization and and uh, and they participate and go over the edge and said that I, I changed the culture here by what I brought. And so that's, that is, you know, bring your A game. It doesn't have to be perfection, but excellence. That's the message I preach all the time. Um, I'm not expecting perfection, but we're not, we're not doing C minus 
mediocre things. We're doing everything with excellence. And I think Karen and her team have seen that with how we execute over the edge yeah. and how we do it. And we think outside the box and we're always, okay, evolve. Like we brought the drone in this year and last year we added everybody had a personal video. You know, we had GoPros the first year and stuff like that, but it was hard to utilize that and mm -hmm. get that to people quickly. So we're like, hey, let's spend the money and just really do it well. Um, so it's that kind of thinking. So it's uh, do it with excellence, think outside the box. And the people, that our team here has embraced that, uh, especially the philanthropy department that's under my leadership has done that well. I had a board member tell me this morning, no doubt that that has happened. The board can see that passion, that mm -hmm. energy. And that it's an expectation, you know, you know, the bar is here. That's, that's where we're going. You know, yeah, we're yeah. not accepting it down low. So, um, well, I have uh, to tell I, you that that, I think that reputation precedes you because that is all Karen and her team have spoken about. Um, and I was, like I said, I was so excited to meet you and, and Karen and I were just giggling <laughs> to meet you. So thank you again for joining us. <laughs> we love you and you brought this really super cool event I know. and we love it it's, it's the most it's, uh, it's a lot of fun i've had a lot of fun doing the tv show too i get to meet a lot of really cool people and yeah. some celebrities um i'm honestly i'm kind of bored with the walk and the run you know it, it's a lot of work and um it, it's um you know it's it's more challenging to make that go but over the edge i've got a bunch of donors that 70s and 80s and they're they're taking the leap and we have some cool folks you know we have uh um uh, dan hauser he is uh one of the co-founders of rockstar games at grand theft auto he now lives in la he's got a heart for homelessness him and his entire team that's here in la have taken the leap and gone over the edge with us and uh it's really cool to meet some really neat people that have that are passionately care about yeah. making a difference in the city yeah. with the worst problem in the, in the country yeah that's incredible. And I just wanted to remind our listeners that you can check out Union Rescue Mission at www.urm.org or on all the social media channels, Union Rescue Mission on Instagram, Facebook, X, and YouTube. Yes. Thank you Thank very you. much. Thank you so much, Richard. What is coming up between now and the holidays for Union Rescue Mission? Do you have anything going on? Uh, we are... Um... One of the things that it's, uh, like I mentioned, we doubled the organization over the last five years financially, is uh, we are thanking our donors in an amazing way. So we, we created an impact report. We Last time we did it, we did an annual report in 2019, my first year here, that we haven't done anything like that. And we printed a beautiful 20-page book that shows the state of homelessness, the magnitude of our work, and our ambition to do more. So we've been writing handwritten personal notes. Each donor officer, myself, CEO, et cetera, have their own personal stationery. We're writing a thank you note for the people thanking them for their impact to do this work. But then we're turning around and we're sending everybody, our top 5,000 donors, a handwritten thank you card for Thanksgiving with a link to a video about a, a mom who lived along the railroad tracks, addicted mm -hmm. to drugs, turned her life around, had a baby at our Hope Gardens Family Center, and now is on to a better life. But we're handwriting notes to 5,000 donors, and then we're going to turn right around in December and write a handwritten Christmas card. And we're not going to ask for a donation from anybody, and we're just going to let their heart you know, lead where they go. So we're doing, they're doing a lot of thanking to end the, the fiscal year, and uh, you know, hopefully that's going to bode well for the organization. And then we'll start, turn around and start gearing up for the TV special that airs in April. 
Yeah. Well, you have a lot to be thankful for. It's been a really great year for Union Rescue Mission. So we do. We do. I, I would say, though, the, that first fiscal quarter, July through <laughs> October, other than yeah. uh, over the edge, it was challenging. You know, stock market mm. in the U.S. Yeah. and all has been tough and um, it's been on fire the last two weeks. So I hope it goes up all the way to the end of the year. And people are like, Boy, my accounts are flush. I want to write a big <laughs> A fancy yeah. impact report. URM is a perfect hundred charity navigator. I'm going to gift. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. Thank you again, Richard, for joining us. It has been such a pleasure, and I, I'm so happy that I finally got to meet you. So thank you again Same for joining us. Thank you so it. much. Thank you, guys. Take care. Pleasure. Take care. Bye-bye. 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 He's so great. I have a man crush. Hi, Chelsea. <laughs> Welcome, Chelsea. How are you? Nice I'm to meet wonderful. you. I'm wonderful. I'm to be here as well. I'm Karen Coulter, and this is my uh, co-host, Karen Walsh. We're the Karens. She's the chief experience officer at Over the Edge. So we're so happy to have you today. And we want to talk a bit about how over the Edge has benefited your building and, and what exactly you want to do in terms of your charitable work. Well, I think Over the Edge and uh, Union Rescue Mission um, are very, we have a lot of synergy with uh, community is a core value right. of our, not only the Hilton brand, but our, our company as a whole. Um, so we, we really believe in rooting ourselves in the hearts and minds of Los Angeles and uh, more than just a theme park hotel and catering to, to tourists coming to the park. Right. I mean, we uh, are involved in a number of organizations and uh, Over the Edge being one of them, uh, which we look forward to uh, many times a year. <laughs> and uh, it, it continues to inspire us to do more. Um, each and every every time we have an opportunity to support a local organization or charity, uh, we do. We jump. And uh, so I think partnering with Over the Edge over the years has inspired us and, you know, resonates with who we are as a company. Excellent. That, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, how do you feel that um, does the, the giving back in terms, does it influence in people in terms of coming to the hotel or how do you see the giving back that you do influence the community? I think it just keeps us top of mind. Yeah. I, mm. I think uh, people also want to do business with people they like and who doesn't want to work with a company who continues to give back to their community. And uh, we try to live by that principle. Uh, yes, we are a for-profit company and very busy and very profitable, but we do take our corporate responsibility to give back to our community Right. Very seriously, and um, which is one of the reasons of many that I, I love working for this company because they uh, believe in their people uh, and their and the community. We we love our community, and and um, so I think it keeps us top of mind uh, being involved in so many different um, endeavors within you know different chambers, different organizations. Um, and people just want to do business with companies they like. Absolutely. Right? Well, yeah. you're inspiring others. It's been a privilege for Over the Edge to be able to work with your team. Um, and I say that year over year, when we have a building partner, the syn that when the synergy is so great with the nonprofit and the synergy is so great with Over the Edge, it just becomes 
a perfect match for how we want to execute our business and how we want to support all the communities that we go to. So thank you for being willing to make a difference in LA, especially of with Union Rescue Mission. And I know yeah. Homes for Families as well. They actually yeah. host two events, Karen. I don't know if you know that. They host two a year. Wow. Um, so they give back to the community um, twofold um, for two different organizations that really try to make a difference um, and really support the community of LA. So, yeah, it's been wonderful for us to be able to have this partnership continue for so long. That's great. Chelsea, are you able to let our listeners know where we can reach you? Where are you in LA exactly? <laughs> you can't miss us. If you're on the 101, yeah, you can even true. see uh, <laughs> Rotolos coming down the building. And, uh, and we're next to this small theme park, Universal Studios Hollywood. <laughs> that keeps us very busy. So yes, we're we're in Studio City, Universal City. Actually, a lot of people yeah. sometimes don't know Universal City is actually its own city, um, and we are right off the, the 101. You cannot miss us. That's great, and I'm assuming we can find you on all social media handles as well. Absolutely. Yep. Um, you can. We have a number of social media channels. Uh, our our most recent is experiencethehill.com. Oh wow. Mm -hmm. um, part of our recent actually launch coming up next month, uh, we're launching Holidays on the Hill to again reach out to our community and give a month long um, opportunity for to get into the holiday season and you know get Angelinos to to the hill and learning about the hill and you can. Uh, experiencethehill.com has all of that information. There's four activations. It's going to be a, a, our version of Coachella, a two-weekend event festival. Uh, photos with Santa all month long. Why go to the Grove when you can come to the right? Hill? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. For a fraction of the cost. Um, we also have uh, Jingle Bells Tavern, which is a pop-up holiday-themed bar. And we are gearing up uh, uh, Cafe Sierra is uh, over the past three decades has been a staple of our hotel and the community. We are getting ready this Thanksgiving to serve over 2,000 local Los Angeles families, not 2,000 families, 2,000 guests, yeah. um, and then roll right into Holidays on the Hill. So please check out experiencethehill.com and uh, the Hill LA is our Instagram handle. That's excellent. Thank you so much. That sounds exciting. Karen, we're going. I know. Yeah. I want to go to the all, all yeah. of it. All of the things. Let us know. <laughs> all the things. Yeah, I, just started decorating. <laughs> I just started decorating for the holidays, so I'm getting in the spirit. Hard to believe they're here already. I know. I know. It's going to be great, though. Thank Absolutely. you for joining us, Chelsea. It was such a pleasure. Absolutely. And it was a pleasure. So Karen and I are going to come to the next event, and the three of us are going to repel together. Okay. That's the all plan. right. Like she you don't sound convinced, Chelsea. <laughs> she doesn't at all. <laughs> this is being recorded, and I'm going to send it to your team. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for joining us. Thank you, Chelsea. Join partnership. We treasure it and look forward to our next event. Excellent. Thank you so much, Have Chelsea. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So now is the time where we're going to talk about the next segment, which is over the year. And this is where we preview the upcoming events, corporate events, upcoming podcasts, everything that you have to see and hear and do. And I'll give it to you, Karen, to tell us what's coming up next for Over the Edge. 
Yes, we have a few events on our schedule. Obviously, we're winding down a little bit coming into the holiday season, but we are still moving forward with lots of lots of action. We are going to be in Worcester, Massachusetts for Canines for Disabled Kids, a nice chilly event um, on the East Coast. And we're also going to be going to our, our team with Special Olympics um, out in Phoenix, Arizona. So we're very oh, excited to be working with both of those organizations. They are repeat events, three years third year event for canines for disabled kids and we are going into the 10th event for special olympics um in phoenix so very excited to be back to work with them um and obviously we're really excited again to continue our podcast series and we're going to include gene milligan the executive director of pro action cops and kids coming off their first event from toronto this summer um and we're also going to be talking to tourism toronto about the impact of charity events on the local economy and how it brightens up and gives back in the 416. That's awesome. I'm looking forward to that. It'll be you and me again. It'll be great. And I just yes. want to remind everyone again to uh, to listen to our podcast. Please subscribe uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Spotify. Mm -hmm. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can go to youtube.com slash at go over the edge. Um, to see us and hear us and all the great things that we have coming up. Um, I think one more time, we need to thank our sponsors. Now, you mentioned that it's going to be chilly in Worcester. That's right. But so we want to thank Columbia again. Yes, of, of course we do. We want to thank Columbia, obviously, with their Omni Heat, keeping us warm and making sure that we are going to be not only warm of heart with all of the lovely people that we get to talk to on this podcast, but also warm um, with our gear. So you can find Columbia at your leading retailer or order directly at Columbia.com or ColumbiaSportswear.ca. Now, Karen, really quickly, before we head off, um, what's something that you took away from today's podcast with our two guests? It was so great to have these guests. They're so philanthropic. What did you take away from it or what, what is resonating with you? always wonderful to hear from our clients that they love what Over the Edge is able to do for them. Um, but at the same time, I love seeing the impact they get to make in the community and Chelsea being able to speak to the give back that the Hilton is able to provide, really how it connected to their mission, to their organization on a whole. Um, and it's just really neat to see all of the things align across the board and what Over the Edge is so passionate about. Right. And then understanding how that fits into Richard's mission, but then also that even the Hilton, yep. that's what they look to do to give back as part of their as part of their organization. So I think it's just really great for me to understand, again, why we do what we do. And I think sometimes, like we said before, you get busy. The holidays are coming up. Of course, there's lots happening. Yeah. But really being able to understand the impact at the end of the year of where we've been able to make um, and help um, make an impact and really help some of our clients is just always wonderful. So that's really my takeaway is that the, the, it reignites my passion for what we do. That's incredible. That's great to hear. Now for me, um, the same, just I'm not coming from the over the edge background, but in terms of the passion, you can, you can mm -hmm. feel it mm -hmm. succeeding. And most yeah. of all the yeah, exactly. And yeah. I think that's one of the things that it's like I said, it's always been so great for us to be able to really connect with our clients because sometimes obviously there's a lot of logistics yeah. and it's planned. Absolutely. So, can tell by our smiles. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Every time. Awesome. Okay. Thank you, Karen. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah. I'll awesome. see you next time, right. Karen.
the Karens will be back. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Take care. Thank you, everyone.